Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. I'm your guest host, Blaine Dowler. As we're coming into the phony inheritance racket part 6, we'll just do a quick roundup of where everyone is at. Zara's accomplices have gotten their hands on Lois. They did that in her apartment after following her for a while. Clark and Perry know that she isn't answering her phone when they expect her to. Jimmy's nowhere to be seen or heard for that matter. This episode originally aired on Thursday, January 16th, 1947. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P-Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents The Adventures of Superman. Today, Superman, in his guise of Clark Kent, is forced to agree that Lois Lane's disappearance appears to indicate that the girl reporter is irrevocably lost to her friends. Hello there, gang. This is your pal, Dan McCullough. Say, uh, wouldn't you like to shake hands with a person who thought up the idea of putting that new series of comic buttons in packages of Kellogg's Pet? Why, I know I would, because these pet comic buttons are just about the best thing that's happened in a long, long time. First off, there's the doggone smart-looking, shiny and sparkling as anything, with 18 different true-to-life pictures of your favorite funny paper characters, like uh, the little moose, for instance, and uh, Judy and Corky, and Superman himself. Yes, sir, there's plenty of excitement whenever Mom opens a new package of Kellogg's Pet, because that means that you get a new comic button for your collection. And that's how easy it is to get these swell prizes. You don't have to send in a single penny, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these pet comic buttons anywhere. They're your prizes from Kellogg's Pet. That's the sunshine cereal, you know. The golden toasted whole wheat flakes with the catchy sunshine flavor. Why, just one glimpse of your breakfast bowl full of pep is a surefire invitation to dig into a super delicious dish. And your first taste is so downright wonderful that, well, you're all set for some happy eating, believe me. So remind Mom right now that you'll eat lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. When Lois Lane became suspicious that a fortune teller and a lawyer were conspiring to swindle an elderly spinster named Louisa Lane out of her savings by telling her she had inherited a fortune in South Africa, the girl reporter stepped into trouble because Zara, the fortune teller, had become aware of her suspicions. And learning that she had obtained a certain incriminating letter from Miss Louisa, he ordered a henchman to recover the letter at all costs. At daybreak the next morning, when Clark Kent was unable to reach Lois by telephone, he and Editor Perry White hurried to her apartment. As we continue now, Hanson, the nightman, has opened Lois's door with his passkey to reveal a scene of great confusion. The rug is heaped up. Lamps and furniture are overturned. Papers are strewn everywhere. Listen. Good God, Freddy. Rosalind. Scott, what happened here? Lois. Looks like a cyclone went through here. Lois, Lois, where are you? Not here, Chief. Oh, no, she must be. Uh, look in the bedroom. Don't bother. She's not there either. Uh, Lois. Sheepers, where can she be? I don't know. Listen, Hanson, did you right, take her down? She's not in the bedroom either. Of course not. Well, where is she? I don't know, but if you'd just be quiet a moment, Something I'll try to find terrible must have happened to her. Look at this apartment. I it's know. A, it's a shambles. Sure is. Chief, please, be quiet for just a moment, but will but you? But Listen, Lois. Hanson, did you bring Miss Lane down in the elevator this morning? Uh, no, sir. I, I didn't steer at all after. 
after I took her up when she came in last night. You sure? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was right after I came on duty, a little after ten. That's right. We had dinner together, and I brought her here from the restaurant at about that time. But where is she now? What, what happened to her? It looks to me like a burglar got in here. Now, that's possible, but yes. I got, that's what must have happened. Then Lois probably put up a fight, and... But why did he take her out of here? That's what I'm wondering, too. And how did he get her out, Kent? Hanson. Hanson says that she didn't go down in the elevator. I swear she didn't. He could have taken her down the stairs. Or down the fire escape at the back of the building, I suppose. But there's the 12th floor. Mm. But why would a burglar go to all that trouble and take such a risk? That's what I can't figure I out. I don't think it was a burglar, Chief. Why, of course it was. Who a burglar was... wouldn't bother taking his victim away. Also, the way this apartment is ripped up indicates that the man who was here was looking for something. Why, sure. For money or jewels or... Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, no. Whoever went to all this trouble was looking for something else. And I think I know what it was. What do you mean? My hunch is he was looking for a letter I have in my pocket. A letter? What letter? The letter that racketeer lawyer Harris wrote to Miss Louisa, telling her she had inherited a fortune in South America. Well, South why Africa. would they think that Lois said... Well, my guess is that Lois didn't fool the lawyer and the fortune teller as she thought she did. Oh, I see. They may have realized she was on their trail and found out she had the letter that could send them to the penitentiary for a long time. And oh. so they came here, couldn't find the letter, and took Lois away, eh? That's what I'm afraid of, Chief. Holy smokes! Good Godfrey! What are we waiting for, then? If those racketeers have Lois, they, they will... Well, anything could happen to her. Don't just stand there, Kent. Get on the phone. Call Inspector Henderson. Tell him... You call him, Chief. I'm going to have a look for... Harris, the lawyer, and Fazara, that phony fortune teller. I'll see you later. Hurrying from Lois Lane's apartment, Clark Kent stops in the stair hall to resume his true identity of Superman, then streaks away through the early morning sky to the building where the lawyer, Harris, has his office. But the office is not yet open, and Superman rockets away again, this time to the small house occupied by Sarah, the so-called seer. When his X-ray vision assures him that Lois is not in the house, the Man of Steel resumes his guise and garb of Clark Kent and rings the bell. After a small delay, the door is opened by a swarthy middle-aged woman with untidy hair and hostile black eyes. Oh, good morning. I'm sorry to disturb you so early, what madam. What do you want? I'd like to see Zara. The master is not here. Oh? Well, uh, when do you expect him? I do not know. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe next week. Next week? Oh, but it's important that I see him right away. Very important. Uh, could you tell me where he is? I do not know. He must have told you where or the how you could... The master tell Nella nothing. I Goodbye. gather you're trying to tell me that you know nothing about I anything. I know nothing. Except the master is not here. Goodbye. Well, if she does know anything, she's certainly not telling it. At least not to me. Well, I guess I better get back to Harris's office. I think he should be there by now. Once more resuming his identity of Superman, Kent rockets back to Harris's office, where, again in the guise of the mild-mannered reporter, he is surprised to find Perry White and Police Inspector Henderson already there and talking with a pleasant-faced older man. Now, here's Kent now. Right, Chief. Hello, Inspector. Oh, morning, Kent. Uh, this is Mr. Daniels. How do you do? Glad to know you, Mr. Kent. This is Mr. Daniels' office, Kent. You mean he's Harris's partner? Certainly not. No, Kent, no. Mr. Daniels was just starting to tell us about the setup here when you showed up, Kent. Incidentally, Harris isn't here yet, and the chances are he won't be here. He won't? No, blast it. But why? What happened? Did someone tip him? I don't know, Kent. Uh, suppose you tell us what you know, Mr. Daniels. Well, as I started to tell you, I'm an importer. Yes? A month or so ago, I met this fellow Harris on a train. We started talking, and he told me he was a lawyer just out of the army. Said he had a family and was anxious to get back into law practice again, but couldn't find office space. Uh-huh. Seemed like a decent chap, a little too hardy and back-slapping maybe, but he said he'd been in the army for four years, and I wanted to help him out. Mighty nice of you. Well, it just happened that there was a little office in this suite which I could spare. So I told him I'd rent it to him. I see. 
Well, now, what's this about his not coming to the office today? Mr. Daniels said Harris called early this morning. Yes, just as I came in a moment before you and Mr. White arrived. What did he say? He said he'd been called away suddenly and wouldn't be needing his office anymore. Uh-oh. Did he say where he was going? No, he didn't. Flew the coop, by George. Well, look, do you know where he lives, Mr. Daniels? No, he never did tell me that. Uh-oh. That's a bad break. He did mention once that he lived in the suburbs, but that was all. I didn't particularly care much. See, I'm out of the office most of the time. Rarely had occasion to talk with him. Kent? My guess is that Harris knew Miss Lane was on to him and hit the road. Of course. I think so, too. The chances are he's Well, what are we playing guessing games for? You've got to find him, Inspector. He must know where Lois is. I'll do all I can, Mr. White. My men are working on it now. Well, we've got places to go and we've got to move fast. Where are we going? I'll tell you downstairs. Come on. Let's go. Beat it. Anytime you need a cab, you can't find one. I should have brought my car. Well, where are we going, Inspector? To that fortune teller's place, of course. If he were Harris's partner... That's right. Lois might even be there. She isn't, Chief. And neither is Mr. Zara, the fortune teller. What? How do you know, Kent? Because I was there. The only person in the house is a woman named Nella. And if she knows anything, she isn't talking. I'll make her talk. Taxi! I don't think you can make her talk, Inspector. Oh, no? But we've got to. We must find Lois. And Zara's the only one... I still say going there is a waste of time. I suggest we drop in to see Miss Louisa. Miss Louisa? Who's that? The woman Zara and Harris pulled that inheritance gag on. Oh. You see, she was supposed to bring Harris $1,250 this morning as soon as the bank opened. Well, maybe Harris and Zara went to her place to get the money. Or maybe they told her where to meet them. Hey, that makes sense, Inspector. It sure does. Hey, there's a cab now. Let's grab it and get right over to Miss Louisa's. Come on. <laughs> Eagerly, Clark, Kent, Inspector Henderson, and Perry White pile into a taxi cab and direct the driver to Miss Louise's apartment. Will they pick up the trail to Lois Lane? We'll be back in a moment to find out. So stand by. You know what I think is one of the best things about collecting that new series of comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pet? Well, I think it's pretty swell that your fun never stops. No, it keeps right on and gets more exciting all the time. You see, just as soon as you have one pet comic button in this new series, why, you're looking forward to getting another one. And uh, when you've got three, why, you're wanting the fourth. And on up until someday, you're ready for your 18th. And, of course, uh, if you should get a duplicate, why, that's even more fun because then you can trade with your friends. And believe me, gang, you're going to want all 18 of these snappy pep comic buttons. Goofy and Beezy, Chief Brandon, Superman, and all the rest. So uh, you better hop to it. Ask Mom to get you a package or two of Kellogg's Pet. You know, that's the only way you can get these exclusive prizes. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But you'll find a bright-colored comic button inside every package of pep you open. And boy, does Kellogg's Pep help to pep up breakfast. Why, those toasted flakes of good whole wheat taste so sunny and so crisp that, well, your spoon just naturally keeps digging in again and again for more. It's that famous sunshine flavor that does the trick. Makes you want to eat lots. So remind Mom to get some P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. As we rejoin them now, Clark Kent, Inspector Henderson, and Editor Perry White have arrived at the remodeled brownstone house in which Miss Louisa has her apartment. But to their disappointment, the little spinster is not at home. And they are now questioning Mrs. Sloan, her landlady. You say you saw Miss Louisa leave this morning, Mrs. Sloan? Yes, Inspector. About seven o'clock it was. And I was just sweeping the stove at that time. Seven o'clock? Well, why would she leave so early? When the bank doesn't open, open up until nine. Well, Mrs. Sloan, was Miss Louisa alone when she left? Oh, no, sir. A man called for her in a car. What? Did you know the man? No, sir. I never saw him before. Do you remember what he looked like? Well, he was about middle height. In his 50s, maybe. Uh-huh. And other than that, he didn't look like much, I'd say. Except for his eyes. 
And they fair give me the shivers they did. What do you mean? Well, I can best describe them as shining green, like a cat's. Green? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. He turned around and looked at me when he was helping Miss Louisa into his car. And, oh, his eyes seemed to be going right through me. Inspector, that was Zara. Zara? The fortune teller? That's right. How do you know, Ken? Lois described him to me about middle height and age with deep, shining green eyes. Mm. Hey, this all adds up now. What do you mean, Kent? When the lawyer's letter wasn't found in Lois's apartment because I had it, Zara and Harris must have known the jig was up. Their only chance to save themselves then was to prevent Miss Louisa and Lois from testifying against them. So they grabbed them. Good God, Frank. Yeah, that adds up, Kent. And if it is so, it means we may never see either Lois or Miss Louisa again. Their faces pale, Clark Kent, Perry White, and Inspector Henderson realize that for the moment at least, they are stymied. With no knowledge of where Lois Lane and Miss Louisa have been taken by their racketeer captor. What has happened to the girl reporter and the little spinster? Can Clark Kent, who is Superman, pick up their trail now? Don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode when we discover what has happened to Lois and Miss Louisa. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow. Same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Say, gang, you can save mom a lot of work and you can give yourself a load of fun with Kellogg's Variety at breakfast. Sure, you just open up one of those individual boxes of your favorite Kellogg's cereals, pour on milk, and eat right out of the box. That's the Kell Bowl Pack. It saves washing dishes. And it's more fun than a picnic. You know, Kellogg's Variety is the white, green, and red Kellogg package with ten one-serving packages of favorites like Kellogg's Pet, Rice Krispies, and Corn Flakes. Just be sure that Mom gets Kellogg's. Kellogg's Variety. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting Society.